Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to BMAS and Beamer here on WBEN. Joe is off of this show today. I think he's in later on for Tom today and tomorrow. So you're here with me. I'm BMAS and Beamer, just Brian, bringing you through a Monday after a uh, Bills loss. Uh, I am. I said earlier this morning, it feels like a hangover. Maybe because there literally is a little bit of a hangover there. But, no, it feels like a football hangover where you wake up the next day after a loss like that. And I just say, I don't even want to see a football. I can't even look at a football right now. I'm done. I'm never going to football again. And then, you know, like next weekend, I'm still going to watch some football. But <laughs> so that's the mood that I have this morning. It's tough. I... <sighs> It, it is it is tough. The Bills, and I mean, how many times does this happen, you know, period? The last offensive play that the Bills had, the last time Josh Allen hits the field this season is scoring a go-ahead touchdown. And then the season's over. <laughs> go-ahead go touchdown in the playoffs, and then you're done. I mean, that is... It's incredible the way that it and it is uh, it is rough, and I know a lot of people are feeling it out there today. Because the Bills, mean, I mean, we've seen it all across the area. The Bills mean so much to Western New York. I saw it last night, or I should say, early this morning. You know, I walked in. Uh, Brayton Wilson was out at the airport talking to some of the fans who were out there, and he was uh, here when I came in this morning. Uh, and you saw the crowd of fans. I mean, there wasn't a ton of fans. It wasn't. I'm sure there would be more if they won. Uh, but 2:30 in the morning. 2:30 in the morning. It's five degrees outside, and there's about five times as many people who showed up to see the Bills come off the plane after a loss at 2:30 in the morning and five degrees as there was a rally at you know 6 p.m. to save the Great Northern Grain Elevator, and that's how much the Bills mean to Western New York. And so everyone's feeling it today. I do think there are two types of fans this morning. And I think for all of us, the two fans should maybe stay away from each other, just for today, that we do need a little bit of separation because there are the fans who will say, you know, oh, you know, that stinks. But, hey, it was a, it was a great year. And, uh, you know, wow, what a game. Just a great game. Just, oh, that was like one of the best games that, you know, I've ever seen. And there's those type of fans. 
And then there's, you know, I, I probably fall more in this category of fans who say, you know, what are you talking about? That's a great game. Like, I don't, I am never going to remember this game as a great game. We lost. It stinks. It's the worst. I don't want to hear about how good the team is. I, I don't want any of that. I think for all of our collective well-being today, we should kind of separate these two groups of people. If you think it was a great game, you find other people who thought it was a great game, good season, you're ready to give a round of applause and uh, do some of that kind of stuff. That That is fine. That's your type of fandom. Let's go. But, uh, you know, don't bring that to the people who uh, say, <laughs> this is just an all-time yikes. It's bad. I, I mentioned this to Sal Capaccio earlier this morning. It's bad for me, I think. And this is kind of where I want to start hearing from you, 803-0930, on a couple of points from this game and, uh, you know, dealing with it as a Buffalo sports fan. 803-0930, if you want to weigh in today, give us a call or send us a text on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, is for, you know, me, 32 years old, I'm for Bills fans of my age, this is a tough loss. And I, I think the only things that really come close would be the forward pass in Tennessee all those years ago. I, I mean, that's, that's really it. That's the only comparable I have to this loss. Uh, because I wasn't around the Super Bowls. And I can't imagine, and I, I would like to hear from people who were, I mean, compare this to the Super Bowl losses. I I can't imagine what Super Bowl 25, you know, wide right felt like watching that in real time. I mean, that's got to be a, a huge, <laughs> that's a gut punch and a half. Um, you know, like I said, I wasn't around for it. Um, so I, I can't really compare. So this to me is like, this is the worst. I do think it's a little worse than what that was in Tennessee. Um, now over 20 years ago, almost 25 years ago now. Because, you know, that was a bad loss. They should have won. It was a miracle play at the end. But this one hits different because, you know, after that game in Tennessee, the, you know, the Bills stunk for, like, forever. I mean, they went on the playoff drought that was unbearable. I mean, playoff drought almost gives it too much credit because you can be like a good team and miss the playoffs. And that was not the Bills ever, right? I mean, the Bills were just boring and lifeless, and there was never really any hope of being great. I mean, maybe some years there was a little hope about making the playoffs, but it, it just it never really – the Bills never energized you. They never moved you. It was just – I mean, you watched them out of habit and uh, love, but that's about it. You weren't watching the games for entertainment, that's for sure. And, and, you know, in the meantime, as the Bills are just languishing, you'd see, you know, whether you're watching Brady or Manning or, you know, Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh would do this sometimes, where, I mean, these teams were able to score, like, you know, oh, hey, we need a, you know, Brady was this guy, right? Hey, uh, you give the ball to Brady, there's under two minutes left, they're down, but... We know they're not out because they got this quarterback who's going to march the team down the field and they're going to score. And I mean, they have a good of a chance to win now as if they were tied or ahead. And that was never the Bills. But last night it was. 
I mean, you got Josh Allen. That was like what you were hoping for for years. That's what all of us, that's all we ever wanted was I want to be that team to watch a, a guy in a team that can be down with less than two minutes left and you're still looking at it like, yeah, we got a chance. We can do this. And he did it. And then he did it again. <laughs> it was wild. And the gut punch of that is that, you know, he did it. We got it. I mean, all those years of searching for it. We got that player. We have that team. And we still didn't win. Ugh. I mean, it is brutal to, you know, get what you wanted. <laughs> and it's still just not quite enough. That's what I was thinking uh, last night. So that's why I am not the... Uh, I'm not the type of person who's uh, ready to go. You know, well, great game. Great. I mean, it's a great game if you, like, didn't have a dog in the fight. It's a great game if you're a Chiefs fan. It's a great game if you're just watching. Uh, but for a Bills fan, great game? I don't know. Is that one two years from now? Maybe if we win a Super Bowl. Uh, then we'll kind of look back at this one and say, like, oh, yeah, it was part of the, uh, part of the journey. Um. But I don't know if you could say great game. And then we have our – and this shows you how there is these two tribes of Bills fans, I think, today, and they're split. Our Relax Honda of Buffalo web poll over at WBEN.com is, like, to me, I don't even understand the question. Yet a little over half of you agree with it. Even though they didn't make it as far as last season, do you think the Bills accomplished more this year than last? Now, if you ask me that question, I just go, what? Like, literally No. I mean, they they did not. <laughs> Last year, they went to the AFC Championship game. And this year, they didn't even make it that far. And we still lost to the Chiefs. And so, no. But 56% of you say yes. So, you know, there there are these two, right? And, you know, maybe by the end of the week, these two, you know, sides of Bills fans will be able to talk about this game uh, over a cup of coffee or something. And uh, it'll all be okay. But for now, you know, today, let's let's keep each other <laughs> at an arm's length and not try and annoy each other as you try and go through all of this. But what was it like? I, I mean, can you compare that to the Super Bowls? Am I foolish for comparing it to a Super Bowl loss? Because for me, this is the worst loss. I don't remember the Super Bowls wasn't around. I, that, that is the worst Bills loss to watch Ugh, I, ever, period. I, does it compare? You can let us know. A lot of people are weighing in on our Volkswagen Orchard Park text board. You can give me a call to 803-0930. Um, I, you know, some people say I, we have one. You cannot compare it to what happened in the Super Bowls. And yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Uh, but for for me, this is, and I think for everyone of my generation and younger. Um, yeah. Uh, someone saying the two worst losses were wide right in the fourth Super Bowl loss in a row. And then uh, someone else uh, right behind us said, this is the greatest Bills loss in 57 years, even worse than wide right. Feels that way to me right now. I got to tell you, Judy, you're on WBEN. Good morning. Thanks for the call. What's going on, Judy? Well, actually, I, I was just saying that 25 years ago at the Super Bowl, wide right, it was on my birthday, and I was heartbroken. 
I thought they were going to win, and I cried and I cried when that didn't happen. And last night, I cried again because my birthday is in two days, and I thought we were going to have a, a playoff victory. And again, I cried. But they played their heart out, and I guess it just wasn't meant to be, but it was a wonderful game, and I guess I'm part of that group. I just it could have ended differently. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being a part of that group either, Judy. Thanks so much for the call. And, and you know, it's good to have optimism. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a crier if the team loses. I, you know, quite frankly, I would have been more um, likely to cry if they had won, <laughs> probably than a loss. I definitely am a sit and sun, stunned silence after that game type of person. Uh, after, you know, what happened, I was just, I, you know, what can you say? Uh, but after the Bills won, I mean, I gave everyone a hug around me. I was like, I, I could not believe that victory. And part of it was, all my years as a Bills fan, that victory just doesn't happen to us. And, I mean, it didn't you know, at the end of the day. But like, to march down the field, win again, 13 seconds left, game-winning touchdown pass. I mean, that that is the type of win I've been waiting for for my entire Bills fandom life. Almost happened. Almost. Peter, you're on WBEN. What's on your mind, Peter? Well, uh, I just want to say that uh, by definition, the the word fan is someone's fanatical about a team. I used to be a fan of the Buffalo Bills when the Bills um, went to four straight Super Bowls. I mean, I, I used to watch them on satellite, my mom and dad's house. I used to go to the games, the playoff games. I used to support them big time in the you know in the past. Then they gave me ten years or more of unwatchable football, and so I drifted away from actually even really caring about the Bills whatsoever. And I watch them now as a neutral party more than anything else. And I've like I said, I've lived here my whole entire life, and I feel that there's more people like me out there than 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 uh, um, than I realize, and. I watched that game yesterday, and when it ended, I was—I turned to myself and I said, "That's the Bills. That's what they do. That's how they always do it. Until they win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to be a bandwagoner. I don't, you know, they're going to make it to the Super Bowl at some point, and then, you know, even if when they win it, because they will eventually win it, despite odds, they will win. When they do win, I'm not going to be, you know." I don't think I'll be validated, or I don't think I'll really be too happy. I'll just tell you, it's about time. Because they've had so many opportunities to really try to be a good team. And then they gave us so many years of unwatchable football. Yeah, that uh, Peter, that's the, the word that I – and thanks for the call so much. Uh, unwatchable for so many years. And, like, to go through – that was part of it, too, was that I was making plans. I mean, 13 seconds left, I am texting – out-of-town friends who were planning on from Colorado, from down south, who were planning on coming back to go to the game next week. Part of that was last week, right, where it was a celebration, you know, for me as a 32-year-old. Last week, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's about beating the Patriots, the team that tormented you, and I, that's part of it too, but it would have been, and next week really would have been, a you know a validation, and it would have been for people who, 
sat through the cold and miserable, unwatchable games at season's end to finally have that meaningful, I, I mean, that would have been amazing. It would have been for the fans. Obviously, now it didn't happen. I worry about the Sabres. I don't know if I said that when he uh, hung up there, but I worry about the Sabres with that point of just, you know, so many years where, you know, I always say that you come back. And, you know, the Bills are like this for me, too. I mean, so many years of unwatching, you just stop, you know, you don't live and die by the team when the team's meandering. But, you know, when the games start to matter a little bit more, when you start to get that feeling in the air, you, you get back into it. I mean, no sweat. And I think that way about the Sabres a lot. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe more people would be like our last caller there and just be turned off entirely. The other thing I wanted to bring up was, and this story that we had early this morning reminded me a, a little bit of this. Because, like I said, there's two types of Bills fans this morning. You know, there's the... the People who show up at the airport say good job, singing the shout song, and then there's the people who don't want to talk about it, at least not yet. It was not a good loss, was not a good season to them. Uh, and I do think there are two different type of people who are going to talk about the game today. And you'll hear these two people. And I, I think this might say a little bit of something about your personality. This reminded me of this. This is from thehill.com. We uh, were talking about this earlier this morning. This is the study. Uh, groundbreaking study links grandparents smoking to your body fat. It says one of the reasons why children become overweight may not be so much about their current diet and exercise, rather the lifestyle of their ancestors. Now, I read this and fell off my chair because it's the most hilarious, ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm not saying that there isn't, you know, some shred of truth to that. Obviously, genetics plays a role in uh, a lot about you. But to say that your whether or not grandpa smoked has more of an impact on if you're overweight or not than your own diet and exercise is hilarious, and you know, does point to a greater trend of passing the buck and uh, you know, evaporation of a little bit of personal responsibility around here. I, can you imagine you walk into like a McDonald's or something? Somebody like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I, I tried to lose this weight, <laughs> but I, I, my grandpa smoked, and I, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. If you ask me, hey, uh, Brian, you're looking a little extra hefty, and I would say, yeah, I ate like five bags of chips last night, and a lot of salsa, and a lot of ground beef, and that's going to take its toll over the next couple of weeks. I'm still recovering from all that. But, okay, so back to this, how this relates to the game. So uh, you can be one of these people who say, well, no, my, my health, I, diet and exercise, I, I have, that's out of my control. My, you know, grandpa smoked. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. You, you could be that type of person, or you could be, um, you know, it's, it's on me. And there are two types of people when talking about this game. You can go to WBEN.com and read the headline, All-Time Great Games Shouldn't Be Decided by Coin Tosses. And you'll run into these people today. A coin toss decided the game. The most important play of the game was the coin flip. We never had a shot because the rules were unfair. It was the coin flip that did us in. 
or you'll run into me. And I'll say the coin wasn't what let the Chiefs gain 40 yards in 13 seconds. And that's not how it worked. And defense is part of the game, too. And eventually you got to stop these guys. The, <laughs> the coin did not play soft coverage in the last 13 seconds. The coin did not kick the ball out of the end zone. So there's two ways of looking at What do you say? Are you nodding when people say, you know, oh, the coin toss, that rule has to be changed. If the coin toss went our way, we would have won. Or are you kind of thinking like me and say, I don't want to hear about a coin toss. At the end of the day, it's you. It is you that decides your fate. And it's you on either side of that ball that's going to win or lose that game. Don't blame it on a coin toss at all. Well, what do you think? 803-0930 if you want to join me here uh, talk through it on a tough Monday on BMAS and Beamer on WBEM. All right, welcome back, BMAS and Beamer. Brian Mazeroski here with you over the next uh, 30 minutes. You'll hear from Joe later on today. We are talking about that game yesterday, a heartbreaker. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> I just Nothing like it for me, uh, like I said before, uh, throughout this show. 30-year-old Bills fan? I mean, that's there's nothing like it. I don't remember the Super Bowls. I don't. The only heartbreaking loss, really, is the forward pass in Tennessee, and that's it. Uh, somebody on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, you know, talking about that because I was asking, and if you do remember the Super Bowls, does this rank? You know, I would think losing the suit, especially that first one, Super Bowl twenty-five. I mean, that would have to be, uh, I mean, all-time heartbreaker. I mean, does this rank for you if you live through those? Or is it just to my generation where this is like an all-time, you know, bad loss to have? Um, and a lot of people are saying that this is up there. You know, wide right and this are, you know, this might not reach that level, but it's a comparable. And, you know, I, I like hearing that I'm not crazy. And uh, you're thinking the same thing. Somebody uh, chiming in about this versus the you know, what is called the Music City Miracle, what I will always call the forward pass in Tennessee, uh, that that was worse because that team would have won the Super Bowl. And, you know, to that I say, uh, this is this is worse. <laughs> I mean, this team would have won the Super Bowl, I think. Right? I, I mean, I think they would have. They're good. And they shown that they were good. They weren't good enough last night. They weren't good enough in 13 seconds. It's crazy. And, you know, some people are sharing these thoughts, and this is, um, you know, something that I very much agree with, the yards per pass on Twitter. They tweeted, you know, uh, what, something I heard a lot of was, oh, you know, this is Mahomes and Allen. It's going to be like Manning and Brady for the next 10 years they're going to, you know, be back and forth, and, you know, this is the next great quarterback duel. And I always want to push back on that, saying, eh, not too fast. You know, people assume that once, uh, you know, the Patriots aren't winning the division anymore, okay, now it's the Bills to win for 15 straight years. Like, that doesn't just happen. Like, that was unprecedented. It's not like a new team takes over that run. I mean, that is a very difficult thing to do. 
The Brady Manning thing, I mean, that might not happen again. And the yards per pass on Twitter, they, uh, this guy analyzes a lot of Bill's stuff. He point put out simply, and this is, you know, very, I think it's very true. The team's window is now because Josh's running is going to decrease as he gets older. Right now, he's unstoppable. I mean, he is. He said in a tweet before, Allen is the best player in the NFL. His high is higher than any other player. And that's true. And the way he plays the game, uh, you can't bank on 10 years of it being, right, uh, him being in this spot every single year. See, so you got to do it. You know, you got to get going when the going's good. And that's with Allen right now. And uh, someone else, 803-0930, by the way, if you want to join us. Um, give us a call or send us a text on the Volkswagen Vorch Park text board where someone said 13 seconds is the new wide right. I mean, you know, it feels that way to a, a whole generation of fans. Uh, Frank, you're on WBEN. This is Frank, how how you feeling? Right. This, oh. this is the, the should have won this game. This is, this is the, the winner should have could have. The, the Norwood game was just 47-yard kick into the wind. That's a difficult thing to do. But when you have a ball, if I said to them, to the Bills, look at here's, here's how it's going to end. We'll give them the ball with 13 seconds left, and we have a three-point lead. Mm-hmm. How, how do you think they would feel about that? They take that any day of the week, right? And they should have won the game. It's unbelievable that they did it, and they should have a different overtime in the rest of it. But really, what the, the real issue is is the cumulative effect of all these losses. As, as being a Bills fan. From the Ronnie Harmon game to the wide right game to the other two Super Bowls against Dallas to the Sabres with no goal, to, and now we have to add the 13 seconds thing onto it. It's like Marvel Levy quit because she said, he said that uh, the, the pain of losing the games does not over is not more than the joy of winning the games, and it's almost like we've been the, the, the scar tissue is so thick for fans that, like, that are my age. It's just you almost get to the point where, you know, toss in the towel because there is no more next year. They could win four more. They could win four Super Bowls, and this game would still be there. It would still remember this game, and still feel the pain of losing this game. And it's just, it's just, it's like a dagger. It's a dagger to the to the heart. Hey, I uh, I feel you, Frank. Every bit of those words. Thanks for the call. Yeah. It, on one hand, you want to say it's right. It's the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, and you don't get one without the other. On on the other hand, you know when does the victory part come? Because <laughs> I've been waiting here for a while. The uh, you know thinking of comparables in Buffalo sports. You know Frank mentioned uh, there's so many different ones. You know in my lifetime, I, you, there's the forward pass. I would say the closest comparable to this is actually. Um, game seven, 2006, Buffalo Sabres, right? I mean, that is a team you looked at, Hey, they should win the Stanley cup. They're the best team and they're going to win. And then, you know, all of a sudden Jay McKee's out and you, you had the lead, you were going and you give up these two goals late in the game and then it just doesn't happen. And I mean, that feeling is probably the most comparable to this. Someone wants to push back on our text board. There's an, uh, no comparison to wide right. Uh, nowhere near that feeling had you been there. 
someone's chiming in. And you know what? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the feeling was. I, I don't know if that – I'd imagine this would sting less if you lived through wide right. It's just my guess on it. Uh, but if you didn't, I mean, this is the, you know, as somebody else pointed out, 13 seconds is the new wide right. And, and I do think it tells a little bit about you. You know, what fan are you? What are you pointing to? Because you're going to hear one of two things. You're going to hear, it's a two-word phrase, right? You're going to hear either 13 seconds or you're going to hear coin flip, right? And there's two groups, right? 13 seconds? I mean, is it on the team? That's where I fall. But then you can go to WBEN.com and they'll say all-time great games shouldn't be decided by a coin toss. I'm more of the mind. It wasn't decided by a coin toss. It was decided by the players on the field. And whether it was in overtime, whether it was in the 13 seconds, whether it was before that when the Bills had the lead, the first time in the last two minutes, uh, there was plenty of opportunities to stop the Chiefs. Three separate opportunities to stop the Chiefs from getting the score they needed to extend the game or win it. And they didn't stop them on any one of those. So I point to that more than a coin toss. But like I said, I think there's probably two groups of people out there. And I do think it does. Maybe that says a little bit about your personality, too. Are you a you first? I mean, if you're a coin toss person, are you a person like in this uh, study that we talked about? Say, oh, you know, my health isn't great because grandpa smoked. A groundbreaking study links grandparents smoking to your body fat. They say, oh, it could have, um, you know, as much to do with that as a diet and exercise. I'm more of a person who says, no, it's probably your diet and exercise. Oh, the coin toss, the most important uh, play of the game. No, I'm more of the person who says, uh, 13 seconds. That was the most important moment of the game. You had 13 seconds to beat a team. Probably should do it. 803-0930 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Someone else just saying, I'm just numb to losing. Uh, Joe Beamer was actually, he was uh, chiming in on one of the callers who uh, called in in the last segment, who said that he was just kind of despondent, who, you know, he doesn't really follow the Bills anymore after 15 years of, you know, bland, mediocre football. And, you know, Joe was like, yeah, even as bad as the Bills were, I never felt detached from them. And, you know, I'll say to Joe, I know he's listening, well, that's because you are a fanatic. I was absolutely detached from the Bills when they were, you know, stinking. Losses didn't feel bad because, you know, they happen all the time. And they never really meant anything. I think that's another reason why last night hit so hard, why these losses hit so hard, is because we're still getting used to tough losses in the playoffs. It's been three straight. I mean, even last year, I mean, you reached the AFC Championship game. I don't know if that was I, – I didn't feel as bad – last year as I did this year about it. I mean, this this was a bad one. That Houston game, that was tough. You know, you could have won. It went into overtime. Think about that. Two of the last three seasons. The Bills year ends in playoff overtime. That's wild. I mean, this one's even worse, right? The last time Allen hits the field 
in the season. He's throwing a go-ahead touchdown in the playoffs. I mean, that just doesn't happen. Unbelievable what happened last night. A texter chiming in, it was great entertainment, which is what sports are. Win or lose, it doesn't change your life. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, I mean, it's not going to change your life. You're not going to go around and just uh, be despondent for however many months. Eight months until uh, September rolls around and then uh, start to, you know, uh, do it all over again. But, like I said, you are probably uh, on one side of the fence when it comes to this, the Bills fans. There are going to be a group of fans today who say, yeah, it was a great game. One of the greatest games of all time. Good season. It's about half of our web poll. Who said, yeah, they accomplished uh, even more this year than they did last. And I'm on the other half of that. <laughs> That's not a good loss. That's a bad loss. You had a chance to end it, right? You had a chance to end that. What do you want to call it? I don't like curse. Streak. History really is the right term. You had a chance to end the history of no uh, championships. I mean, a real good chance, and, and it didn't happen. All because of 13 seconds. Wow. Uh, that is unbelievable. And the window is, people like to think, because of what they've seen in the past 20 years, because of, you know, Brady. Brady's the greatest football player of all time. That doesn't just repeat itself. You know, Brady doesn't go away and then there's just the next Brady or Peyton Manning. No. I mean, he is an anomaly. You know, you are far more likely to get, you know, players who are good for a little more brief period of time. That window is short. You know, that's how I'm feeling this morning. God, that's just another year of the, the past two years. That really could have been our year. And it just never really happened. It never happened at the end. Unbelievable. I was also thinking, too, you know, this could have been Chris Berman's, uh, you know, finally his time. It's predicted 49ers and Bills in the Super Bowl every year for my entire life. It almost happened. Almost. It was getting close. It was close in that final four. But it couldn't quite get there. I, I So I was uh, thinking a little bit about that, too, leading up to the game. Yeah, this could be the Boomer Super Bowl. He might have had it yet again. It was an all-time great game, though. I said I wasn't going to say that. I mean, it was. I'm, <laughs> the more I look back at it, that stuff just does not happen. It was unbelievable. I'm not a coin toss person, though. Let's see, uh, Bud. Bud, you're on WBEN. Bud, are you, uh, today, when you look back at that game, are you lamenting the coin toss or are you lamenting 13 seconds? Um, I'm, I'm looking at 13 seconds. Um, in my mind, it, it's kind of become the new Music City miracle. I definitely do not believe that, <clears throat> excuse me, that it's uh, a, a new wide right because in wide right, uh, you make that kick, you walk away a Super Bowl champion. You're in the game up until that kick. You missed a kick. The Giants walk away as the Super Bowl champions. But the other thing that I was uh, uh, pointing out to your screener is just look at the folks in Green Bay and look at the folks in Nashville. Um, here you had the number one seeds in both the NFC and AFC and think how they're feeling or how they were feeling uh, yesterday or today after uh, losing those games also. You had three road wins, and unfortunately uh, the only home team to win over the weekend was Kansas City.
Do you think it matters here more, bud? I, You know, when you uh, look at those other fan base, I mean, Green Bay, but Green Bay's had, you know, recent success. They've won a couple of Super Bowls in, you know, my football viewing time. Um, you, you look at some of these other Tennessee, you know, I don't know. Does it matter there? I mean, they, they can go to the Johnny Cash Museum, you know, when football season's over. So the Music City Miracle is kind of a touche um, to Nashville for what they did to us you know, back in 99. Um, uh, Green Bay, uh, uh, again, uh, uh, another a great quarterback, uh, a good cast of uh, supporting characters. But but unfortunately, you have to play the games. And in those games, you have to win them to move on. Um, it, that, that's, that's, I guess, the reason why they say you got to play the games. Yeah. Hey, bud, thanks. Uh, that's why it's tough. I mean, you could say all right. We all were. Hey, get past the Chiefs, and I mean, the Chiefs—that's your toughest test. You get past that, and you should do it. You should win the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm looking at all of these messages this morning. I truly believe the Bills would have won the Super Bowl if it weren't for those 13 seconds. I don't even, you know. Knowing how to react, a lot of people trying to be positive. I'm on the other side of the coin. I I can't even look at uh, people talk about what a great game Josh Allen had. He did. I, I don't even want to see it though. I mean, you look at the uh, stats uh, over the two games in the playoffs. I, it was phenomenal in all time performance. One of the best in. NFL playoff history, oh, it kind of makes me sick looking at it, <laughs> right? Now, there's somebody on the text board who said that uh, he called tails, which tails never fails. So you always call tails. That's just what you do. You should have called heads uh, because the, the head side of the coin weighs more. They, they're not flipping a quarter there. I just want you to know. It's, I mean, they got like a special coin. I, so I don't know if it's weighted the same as you think. But tails never fails. That's the way you would. Here's the thing. You call heads and it's tails. I mean, don't you look a little stupid? You call tails and it's heads. Well, it's like, I'm, you know, tails never fails. What are you going to do? Call heads? I don't blame them at all. <laughs> it's it's hard, hard to blame them. Let's go to Bill. Bill, you're on WBEM. What's going on? Hey, I just, uh, you know, I wanted to say, I, I, I want to say he had uh, probably the best game of his career, or one of them, Allen, and that. I really do. The other thing I think he could have done better was throw it and run downfield and catch it. The other thing is, uh, you know, I think it's pretty obvious. The uh, defensive coordinators and our defense just did not show up yesterday. I thought they would have been animals after the first uh, half. Um, you know, as far as that goes. And I don't understand some of the officiating in that, especially like you could see the friendship between the officiators. Oh. It was just, it was sad. Because Alan, I, I've got to say, if I was Alan, I think I'd go, you know, maybe see if I can get another teamers because these guys, they weren't there. I, You know, I want to, Bill, thanks for the call. I will uh, agree with you. Oh, man, when you – did everyone do the same thing when that official helped up Mahomes, you know, give him the hand? Oh, make that into a, a gif and spread that around for next year. I do, you know, I, the defense didn't play good in the last two minutes. <laughs> um, but throughout the game, I, right, they were they're pretty good, um, I thought, for the most part. And then, you know, at the end of the game, just 
it fell apart. But before that, you know, I thought it was fine. I think that's what makes it sting, Bill, the most is he did play like the best game ever. You know, he you can't ask for anything more. And it still wasn't enough. Oh, that, I, that is what makes it sting to me this morning. And, you know, we'll get over it. We'll hear what they have to say. I, I, it'll be hopefully most of the same team back. They're a very good team. Let's hopefully, uh, you know, do well next year, I guess. <laughs> Stings this morning, but thanks for, uh, you know, talking through it with me. Again, you know, if you uh, are on one side or the other of the fandom fence, maybe an arm's length, keep a little distance today. We'll reconcile later in the week. And uh, us positive and negative people will all uh, get along in the end, I'm sure. Uh, I'll be back here tomorrow. You'll hear from uh, Joe later on this afternoon. And David Bellavia is up next here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.